You're tuned in to The Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconato.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconato. That's me. That's me, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the broadcast. We're flying through what's known as the danger zone here on The Remnant. <laughs> All right. Hey, don't have that midterm fatigue that everybody's walking around with. I mean, come on. I know. I know. Everybody wanted the big red wave. We did. We, trust me. We had the red wave. But there's actually a lot of a lot of silver lining in this whole thing. And I'm going to get to some of those things today. But I just... Really, I'm going to give a pep talk today because I think a lot of people need a pep talk. I can always tell when I get a ton of emails about something that people are down. I always can tell people are down. Now, people are down. Okay. So people are down right now, and that's that's understandable because it's been a vicious couple of years. Vicious. And it just seems like it just never stops. And then you got everybody that are in all these different silos. You got the... The people that are in the church that are different denominations, you got the different, you know, uh, beliefs within the in the body of Christ. You got some people that believe Christians are are dealing with demons and they need to be delivered. Then there's other people who say, well, Christian can't have a demon. And then you got people fighting, you know, women can't be a minister. And then the other people, women can be a minister. And then and then you got people fighting about when Jesus is coming back. He's coming back tomorrow. He's coming back very soon. No, we're going to go through the tribulation. No, actually, it's mid-tribulation. So many different things that people are arguing about. And that's just in the church. And you see a lot of it playing out online. And by the way, I want to read a quote from uh, William Casey. Okay, I don't know if you ever heard this, but you got to hear it. So I just have a lot of things up in my brain, you know, and they kind of, I kind of remember these things on interviews and when I'm studying, researching different things. There's certain little data points that what will happen is it'll make me think about something. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. And one of the things was there was a former CIA director in 1981. His name was William J. Casey. Okay, you can look this up online. It's even on Google. And he said this. He said, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Now, 40 years later, okay, we're over, you know, I'm reading from this website. Nearly 40 years later, the words of William J. Casey, CIA director, still resound as we sit just weeks away uh, from a reckoning in our quote-unquote democracy. I love how the Democrats always use the term democracy when really we're a republic. We're a constitutional republic. But, but you know, the spread of disinformation has been perpetual attempt to tarnish and erode our democracy. Well, who do you think spread the information? It's the fake news media. Look at the church commission. But, of course, from a spiritual standpoint, we know Who's behind the disinformation? It's that same slithery serpent that was there in the Garden of Eden. And so what he loves, what the demons love, what the deep state loves, they all love watching the church bicker and infight. Because as long as the church is infighting, we are not focused on the real battle. We're, we're battling each other. Everybody's all angry and you know, there's all these little sections and little silos and little groups and a lot of people what they're trying to do is they're trying to find an echo chamber or they are part of an echo chamber they look for the group that they most relate to 
They look for the television channel that they most relate to. They listen to the podcast that they most relate to. And of course, that makes sense because even us, we're guilty of that too, right? Of course. But what I'm saying is a lot of people intentionally do this so that they can have their hands over their ears and they don't have to really live in the pain of the actual reality that we're in as a world and as a people and as a church. So if they can stay in the little silo and just keep regurg- you know, hearing the same information regurgitated over back and forth and, and everything's going to be great, everything's going to be fine, you don't have to worry about anything, God's going to take care of it, God's in control, that's all they want to hear. And that's what a lot of people want to hear. And listen, I just want, to, I'm not a hostile person. I want you to know I understand why we want to hear good news. But here's what I'm trying to say about this is I would rather you hear real good news, the, the good news of the gospel, the good news of the Bible, the good news of what the Holy Spirit is telling us for this hour, than to hear disinformation, lies, propaganda, misinformation, and deception. And I'm un- unfortunately starting to believe that a lot of people are living in an intentional place of deception so that they don't have to face reality because it's it's kind of like a way out of dealing with the the situation we're in right now because as long as we can stay in that fake reality or that little silo that we're living in we don't have to really do much of anything to actually change society so it gives us a monumental task as the remnant because as the remnant we have to be watchmen we've got to be sober-minded and we've got to seek the holy spirit and for us to do that we're going to probably have to stop listening to certain voices and spend more time in the Word of God, more time in prayer, more time in fasting, more time going deeper. Because honestly, I think it's a better investment to take a walk on a mountaintop and seek the Lord for two hours a day than I do to, to listen to some of these broadcasts where people are regurgitating disinformation and misinformation And I'm going to be honest, it's on our side too. Yes, of course, it's on the left. Of course, it's on the fake news media that are 90% owned by six corporations. These are the same corporations that are pushing all the woke nonsense. These are the same corporations that are, you know, overtly putting out demonic content on a daily. I mean, all you got to do is look at Netflix. My wife and I were just marveling one day. I don't have Netflix. I unsubscribed a long time ago, but uh, we went on just to kind of see, you know, what was on somebody else that had it, I guess, and. Uh, we were staying with them, and so we, you know, we were looking on theirs, and I, I was like, "Wow, look at this, baby!" I mean, the content that's on there. I'm so glad we don't have it because I would say five out of ten, uh, just on one page, was you could say was demonic, like to the core, overtly in our face. Shows like Lucifer, you know. <laughs> I mean, one thing was like Day of the Devil or something. I mean, there's just it's so in our face. Hollywood's coming out with a new movie, I think, with Brad Pitt called Babylon. Of course. I mean, what else would we name our new film? Hey, you know, let's all get in a room. What, what, what kind of content are people wanting right now? Let's come out with a movie called Babylon. Yeah, Bab- great idea. You know, I, w- I was really um, coming off that high of our last season where we had that show Lucifer. You know, let's come out with a new, what, what are you thinking? I'm thinking Babylon, a movie. Let's go full movie. Babylon, we'll get Brad Pitt involved. this is the kind of stuff it's so ridiculous so that's the left i mean these are the people that want to kill babies after birth i mean that's where we're at on that they're castrating kids it's so wicked it's so evil so again i understand why people want to live in a in an alternate reality we're in the era of alternate facts i mean didn't 
Biden say something like, you know, I don't need the truth. You know, I need the or I don't need the facts. I need the truth. I don't know something along those lines where it was like facts and truth were different. You know, alternative facts, his truth, her truth, that truth, this truth. You know, uh, they have this new subculture. You might have caught wind of this. We were going through a drive through the other day for my little daughter. And, and there was a furry in the window. Do you know what a furry is? It's a person that thinks they're an animal. And I was, I was like, wow. So not only do they have now transgenders, they have furries. So people that are living their life as an animal. And this furry that was operating in the drive through was like doing things like a cat does, basically. Wow. This is where we're at. I mean, how demonic does it have to get for people to realize. So I understand why people want to be in, in a fake reality because, I mean, that's the whole meta thing, right, that they, they came up with with this this whole, uh, you know, metaverse where you can go into this alternate reality and, you know, that's what Zuckerberg has been trying to create. Now, I think it's been a pretty big failure so far, but I, I'm sure they have enough money. They're just going to keep putting money into it anyways because ultimately it fulfills their their plan that they want people just to be like comatose video game, you know, just inside a metaverse so they, they're not dealing with reality. This is the devil's plan, obviously, you know, and we're seeing it play out. So all these things are demonic. So anyway, it's so heavy. And so, and then we have this midterm and it's like more bad news. So it makes total sense why patriots and Christians want to be in some alternate reality because, you know, that would just, it just feels better. And sometimes, and so what my advice is, is, don't go in an alternate reality where it's not true, where it's alternate facts or alternate truth like Joe Biden wants you to know. You got to live in reality, but you also got to make sure that you don't immerse yourself 24-7 in the bad news in the modern-day prophets of Baal. So that's what we're going to talk about today is even though we were in this very egregious time, there's a lot of hope left still. And there's there's still, we're, we're on the winning team and we've got to enjoy the moment, too, because this is a lot. So I'm going to get into this. This is what the broadcast is about today. We're going to find out how we actually live in this and thrive. And we're going to discuss more about what William J. Casey actually meant when he said, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Okay, William J. Casey, uh, let's discuss this. Is this what's happening right now? I think it is. But the good news is we are on the winning team. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconado Show, PastorTodd.org. PastorTodd.org. We'll be right back. Hey, Remnant Warriors, Pastor Todd here. I want to share something very cool with you. So many of you have been asking me, you've been writing me, you say, Pastor Todd, you look like you're losing weight. What's going on? Are you sick? Are you okay? It's intentional. I've discovered something called superfoods. And I want to tell you, I did a fast recently. I came off the fast. I started talking to some naturopathic doctors and saying, what can I do to be in better shape? You know, what can I do? And they start telling me about these things called superfoods. So I want to share this with you. And this amazing woman, that's actually a woman of God, and she's sponsoring this program. And she'll actually give you 15% off if you use the promo code Todd. So very, very cool. But let me just tell you. So first of all, number one, it activates your metabolism to burn stubborn fat. How many of you would like to burn stubborn fat? I know I would, especially around the stomach area. Okay, number two, it crushes your cravings. 
I work late, sometimes 14, 15 hour days, believe it or not. I get home and I'm shoving a bunch of bad food in my body. That's the worst thing that you can do, especially at night. And a lot of times it's because I have cravings. And so this is actually gonna crush your cravings. It's gonna help you maintain a healthy immune system function. That is unbelievable because the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit. And one of the things that we need to do is maintain a healthy body because the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So big deal there. Uh, fights temporary inflammation related to exercise. So if you are exercising, it will help fight the inflammation. If you're not exercising, but you're dealing with inflammation, it will also help in that area. It uh, supports improved digestion. Uh, those of you that know, know digestion is a big deal, big deal. And that's a large part of why we have a lot of the issues that we do that even comes into some diseases. So we'll hear uh, Dr. Sherwood talk about this sometime soon. Another thing, it supports a feel-good mood. How many of you guys can be moody sometimes? A lot of that has to do with diet. So we want Remnant Warriors to be in shape, mind, body, spirit, good mood, exercising, healthy, and by the way, eating good food, and that's exactly what this is. So if you go to earthechofoods.com, earthechofoods.com, and then at the end, it's a slash T-O-D-D. So earthechofoods.com slash Todd, and you put in the promo code Todd, you're going to get an extra 15% off. So this is a great deal. It helps support this broadcast. It also helps in all the areas that I spoke about. And honestly, this is a good addiction. This is not a bad addiction and it's not even that expensive and it's all around promoting your mind, body, spirit, and the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So I wanted to share this with you, earthechofoods.com slash Todd. Go there today, help support the broadcast and get some great superfoods. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Pastor Todd Coconato, the Todd Coconato podcast, radio show, Real Talk Radio 93.3 FM and all around the world. So thankful that you're here today. And uh, William J. Casey, CIA director, 1981. He says, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Why? Why would these people want everything to be false why would they want what is their goal well we know the goal is the new world order we know the goal is to have a global governance to get rid of the u.s constitution to get rid of our guns to get rid of our freedoms of religion freedoms of speech we're seeing this happening at an exponential rate and uh, there's people like myself and others like you that are sounding the alarm and we we see all these bad things that are happening and we want to do something about it but many of us have challenges in our life i'll give you an example you probably notice on this broadcast, we don't do many ads because as a pastor, if I do ads, people say, oh, you know, look at this pastor, he's running ads. And then I start looking like I'm some kind of, you know, money person or something, right? So they, they just expect me to be here and to do the show because I don't get paid from the radio. They just expect me to do all these things for free. And, I, you know, I've tried to be very, very frugal and, but we are like David versus Goliath over here, Okay. You got guys like Soros. You got when you're someone like myself that speaks out, you've got legal challenges that come. You've got security challenges that come. I mean, it, it really gets to the point where it's so stressful that I, I'll be real with you guys. I, there's a lot of times recently 
when I thought, like, is this actually worth it? Because I feel like Dietrich Bonhoeffer often. And, you know, there's a lot of people that say, thank you, Pastor Todd. You write me wonderful notes and letters, and thank you so much. It means the world to me. You're the only reason why I can do this, you and the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, there's like maybe 10, maybe at the most 15 people that on a monthly basis really support us. I mean, other people, you know, send in donations once in a while. And I just want you to know, I'm grateful for each and every one of you. But to think about the, I mean, we had like 4 million people listening uh, to our broadcast this month. 4 million people. So you would think like out of 4 million people, we'd be getting thousands of donations. No, that's not the case. And I thought about this today and I was just thinking, I said, you know, like there's a radio station out here in Nashville that would hire me and they would pay me a salary, you know? But the reason I don't do that or I haven't done that is because at the ministry, we're helping so many people and, and there's so many lives that are being affected. I mean, I can't even tell you how many things are happening every single day at the ministry. And I just couldn't imagine walking away from that. But I've always said, you know, the Lord's going to provide and he always has. But I just, I, I'm just going to be real. Can I be transparent for a couple minutes? I've always wondered, I've always sat there and thought and said, how is it that these big mega churches get all this money and these, and these certain preachers that just come out with all these gimmicks and a lot of these people like, you know, the Crefro dollars of the world and people like that, TD Jakes, they just have so much money. And I've always felt like, you know, why is it that it's so hard for us to raise money? You know what I figured it out is, is I'm not saying all the fluff. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm not really telling people what they want to hear. I'm actually kind of the bearer of bad news in, in some ways, even though I'm speaking the truth. Because we're, we're just basically saying exactly what's going on. And then, we're, and then the other thing is a lot of people don't really want to hear the pure gospel anymore. They want to hear some type of, of gimmick. Like, you know, it's, it's like all these different silos. You got to be some specialist in some certain area or say some really big prophetic word or, you know, something that's going to make people super excited or, you know, every day coming out with something. They don't want the old school, you know, evangelist type person that's just out there sharing the gospel. That's really not what people want anymore because they've been trained to look for bombastic. They've been trained to look for all these fringe and, you know, big ideas and marketing campaigns and all this, all this stuff that, and so it keeps them in these echo chambers. And honestly, I started having the revelation, folks. This is a big portion of why we are where we are and why we're not seeing the breakthrough because the, the army of saints that are out there that could be activated to be unified together and actually be doing something amazing are so caught up in all these different silos and what i mean is different segments of you know this person is so, is thinking about demons 24 7 this person's thinking about prophetic words 24 7 and again i'm not against casting out demons i actually was in a in a deliverance ministry for many years and i'm certainly not against prophecy i just met with a prophet this morning but i think that what happens is sometimes we make these good things into an idol and and it's also a way for us to escape the reality of the situation because the current situation is so dark and so difficult. And if we actually had to deal with the problem, we'd have to be real sober-minded. And it's kind of like when an addict comes off of drugs, they don't want to deal with the recovery process. They, you know, as long as you stay on the drugs, you feel okay. And I know this because when I was in my teens, I mean, that's kind of how I lived. So, you know, I was in young Hollywood around a bunch of celebrities. And I remember sitting there a couple of times when I was 
partying and thinking, wow, I can't do this for too much longer. I'm going to throw away my life. And I kind of was already knowing that I was going to eventually accept Jesus Christ and have, you know, he was starting to work on my heart because I knew there was no longevity in that. And I, I just think this is really kind of where we're at right now, if it makes sense, is I think we're at a place, look, we got to get off the drugs, church. We got to get off all the hopium, okay? We got to get off all the, all the stuff that tickles the ears. And maybe it's really painful for me to have to carry this burden. And I know a lot of people probably just going to turn this off because you just don't even want to hear it. But to the remnant people that stay on, you get it. And you are the people that allow this broadcast to get out there and, and keep it going. Thank you. Thank you for that small group of you that, that get it, that see the importance of this. Because I've always, look, I've been a, a problem solver. Many of you understand what that means. You know, there's visionaries. And I feel like I do have an aspect of visionary as well. But I'm also the person, you know, my parents were in the ministry and they would come up with a big idea, a big vision. And I would be the person that, you know, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna make this happen. Like, this is how we're gonna do it. You know, and we would come up with a strategy and a plan. And of course, with the Lord leading, because, you know, unless the Lord builds the house, you labor in vain. But there has to be people that put the vision into action. And that was me. And in the business world, the same thing. I was that person, you know. And I think that was something that the Lord has anointed me with. But hear me when I'm saying this, okay? We have to get to a situation here where we know the problem and we start really coming up with a unified front solution as the body of Christ. Like we are in dire times, but hey, we're on the winning team. We have the tools that we need. The word of God is the truth. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we make disciples, if we do the work of the kingdom, if we do it, the Bible says, we will affect culture and like the Greek word ekbala, we will go out, we will cast out, and we will drive out. And that's how ultimately we're going to take back the nation and take back the territory because culture is downstream of the church. And I keep saying this because this is what the Lord's been putting on my heart. Does that make sense? And so, but, but whenever you have a problem, like if you're a drug addict or you're addicted to something, the first step is, is to say, hey, I have a problem. The second step is to say, how am I going to get rid of this problem? How am I going to get healed of this? The third step is to say, okay, how am I going to succeed in life now? What am I going to do, you know, to make money or to be successful or how am I going to live? So there's a lot of stages and steps and I believe this is where we're at right now. And if we understand sobriety and, and be watchmen on the wall, the remnant is going to rise with real answers. And that's what I want to talk about in this next segment is real solutions, real answers. What can we actually do? And why there is actually real hope that we don't have to be addicted to the hopium because there's the, the real hope is actually way better than the hopium. PastorTodd.org, PastorTodd.org. We'll be right back. It's like the brightest sunrise waiting on the other side of the darkest night. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd Coconado, PastorTodd.org. I guess the bearer of bad news, but good news too. The real good news. I'm gonna. I'm working on getting the church free, sober of hopium. Can we do it? Can we get the church sober and off the addiction of hopium? Hmm. Has anybody talked about this? Who's talking about it? Anybody talking about it? Listen, when you are a planner, okay, when I was in business, I will tell you what we would do is we would look at our competition and we would say, okay, 
you know, they're doing this right. They're doing this right. This is really successful. We need to take away from that. They're doing this bad. We should do better than them on that area. And we would, we would have key takeaways also on our own, you know, the big sales that we would run, we would have a postmortem and we'd say, okay, this worked well, this didn't work well. And we'd, we'd constantly be looking at analytics and stats. And that's what a marketer does. Okay. That's what a business person does. They look at stats and marketing. Now there, there's something that's very dangerous about introducing this into the Christian world, because when you start looking at stats and numbers and attendance and tithes and all these different amazing softwares that they now produce for big churches and things like that. It's unbelievable how you can narrow this thing down. Okay, when I preach this, I get a good offering. When I preach this, I don't get a good offering. Okay, we better stay away from that. And this is what's happened. That's why the churches grew so big because there was a wide gate strategy. What happened was marketing was introduced to the church and they found talented, eloquent speakers instead of finding anointed, humble, contrite men and women of God. And that is a big problem. And you know what? It bled over to the seminaries. The seminary said, we're going to be training ministers to preach in a way that people appreciate their preaching. And it's not like that appreciation like of David Wilkerson. It's like the appreciation of Joel Osteen. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a little difference there. And you, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to call out names. Listen, I don't know what Joel Osteen does on a day-by-day. All I know is that I've been to his church one or two times. Look, I'm not even going to comment on it. You, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, this isn't, we're not trying to get into the name-calling and the bashing. We're trying to look at the problem and say, how does the body of Christ in 2022, when we have a serious problem, it is high time we deal with this problem. It's out of control. The moral deprecation in our culture has gotten so bad that they are murdering babies and they're castrating boys. Yeah, I had to say it because that, that's where we're at, where people are dressing up as furry animals and pretending they're animals. This is where we are. We are right now. Now, you may have relatives that are dealing with this, and I'm not here to make fun of you or to make you feel bad. What I'm here to say is how do we actually fix this? What's the solution? Well, the first solution, as I said, is getting off the hopium getting off the drug. There's a drug of choice in the church and it's called hopium. And people are going to and fro to get words, to to get things that tickle their ears, to make them feel good, that something is going to happen with pretty much them not having to do much, if anything. I, I want you to, here's a good test for you. If you're listening to someone that just tells you everything's going to be great and you don't have to do anything other than send them money, that's a problem, Okay. And by the way, I've been around some of these folks and they make a lot of money, a lot of money. Because you know what? People have a tendency to send the money to the people that are saying the things that they, they want to hear. Now, it's not bad if it's a remnant person that's saying the word of God because that's truth. And there are many remnant people out there. I know many of them. We've had many on the show. There's, there's a lot of people that we, that we work with in the ministry. So I'm not saying everybody's bad. I'm not trying to just go scorched earth on everybody. But what the Lord has shown me in this new season, this is after the fast. What the Lord has shown me after I did that that fast where it was like water only and I was seeking the Lord, what came out of that is is, is a real sobriety. And especially coming out of the midterms, it's a real sobriety. And I'm not not depressed. Listen, if anything, I'm actually really present in the moment. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. Being present with your family, present. 
you know, just just enjoying the moment. We're we're going into the holiday season, the Christmas season. You know, going into a new year at the at the ministry, we're going to be launching something called the core groups, and the core group is going to be a group of people that are actually willing to be watchmen, to to say, I here I am. I'm not going to bury the talent that God has given me. I'm going to get off the couch and I'm going to do something now. There are people that are in different positions. I was just talking to a dear sister today, and she says, Pastor Todd, this is my situation. You know, she's got to take care of her mom. She can't be out there doing a lot of different things. And so, you know, but she's she's done other things. And she, I don't even think she knows how much she's blessed this ministry. And she asked me today, she said, did I offend you in the comments? I said, absolutely not. I am, by the way, I'm not easily offended. I, I've learned over the years to have thick skin, but I love this precious sister. She's amazing. And so many of you are amazing. We've become friends. Many of you have become dear people in my life that I communicate with on a pretty regular, consistent basis. Thank you. Thank you. It's a breath of fresh air. Your letters, your emails that you send me, those letters and and, and the cards, and I read them all. I'm I'm telling you, they bring tears to my eyes. And and that, that group of you that does support us financially so that I don't have to go get a job somewhere else that we can do the work of the kingdom, do the radio show, do the podcast, be at the RLC, fight for religious liberty and freedom, meet with all these influential people in our government and, and, and speak about what we need to do as a church. And, you know, I mean, there's so many politicians and people that this ministry is able to influence. The influence is great. And I just think the enemy would love me to just throw in the towel and say, forget it. So, you know, it takes a, it's a leap of faith. It's a walk of faith to say, okay, somehow we're going to make the bill. Somehow we're going to do this. But I, I would be lying to you if I didn't say, wow, these big mega, how are they so funded? And this isn't like me trying to take them down. You know, I, I don't want you to think that. Listen, if tomorrow or if they started speaking the entire of the word of God and equipping and making disciples and did the work of the kingdom and they didn't even get involved in politics. I'm just saying if they just did the Great Commission, I'd be happy. Now, of course, I like when they talk about social issues and I mean, to me, these are spiritual matters. It's not even political. I mean, how can you not say something about a baby being murdered? And how can you not, as a Christian pastor, say something about, you know, marriage being between a man and a woman? I mean, how can you not say some of these things? To me, they've never been political. They've always been spiritual. And there's so many of these. I mean, like I said, the the gender confusion and the all the all the demonic stuff that's now upon us. But I just think if we can have a revelation today and just sit back and say, what has been the problem? Let's let's do that little postmortem. Let's look back and, you know, okay, we had the midterms. It wasn't the big, uh, you know, red wave. And I, I think the media was building it up so that many people would stay home. Listen, there was a lot of people that were saying, like, I'm not even going to vote because my vote doesn't count. Now, I still think there was a ton of shenanigans. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I think you would agree with me. Some of these things that you see are almost remarkable that they actually get away with some of this stuff. But, but regardless, I think we could take back this country and I think it starts in the church. And I think that's where we're at. I think the Lord has given us an extended grace period. And this is where the real hope comes in. This isn't hopium. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, Pastor Todd, do you think you know, there's going to be dancing in the streets still? And I said, yes, I do. They said, well, how? I said, well, that's because revival. When, when you speak, the, when people, if we in this, this pivotal moment in history take the opportunity at hand that God has given us and do rise up, and do make disciples, and, and walk in the anointing and the unction of the Holy Spirit in, in humble and contrite hearts, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. We get into the Bible, we start having revelation, and the anointing of God comes upon us, which then is able to break the yoke of bondage. 
you know, the Bible says that, that, that we, we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. How many of you have remarkable testimonies and things that God has got you through in your life? Thank you, Jesus. I mean, just every day I read testimonies that people send, you know, healed of cancer. You know, just, just one minute they thought they were going to die. The next minute the cancer is gone. Remarkable stories, marriages restored, people coming off of drugs and alcohol and, you know, getting out of porn addiction. And I mean, just so many remarkable testimonies. So it's by the word of our testimony. That's what disarms. Listen, when there's a furry or somebody that you need to minister to and you start talking the Bible, it might work if they're in the right place and they're ready to receive it. But you know what will probably work a lot better sometimes is when you just share what God's done in your life, the word of your testimony. Hey, I was messed up. I was a Hollywood actor. I was on drugs and alcohol. I was miserable. I was, sometimes I felt suicidal. I would get up. I had major depression, but yet I was hanging out with these, you know, international celebrities. And it was like so crazy because people would think that I had such a great life, but I was totally lost and totally broken. And then I met a pastor who was literally like making what 40 grand a year living in LA, very frugal and, and barely could even live financially. Hmm. I wonder who that is now. Uh, and, and guess what happened? I mean, you know what? He was happy and he had a good marriage and he, and you could just see that he had real joy and real peace. And I looked at the celebrities and then I looked at him and I said, wait, I don't want this. I want that. And that was my initial introduction into Christianity, which then the Lord encountered me because he went after the one. And I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I had a Damascus Road encounter. And he forever changed my life. And the areas that they said couldn't happen, they did happen. The things that they said would never happen did happen. You know how many people told me, you'll never be a pastor. You'll never do this. You'll never do that. There's no way. There were so many people that tried to talk me out of it, told me I would never stay on fire for God, told me that I was crazy because I, I believed in the imaginary man in the sky. Listen, 20-something years later, I mean, we're talking like 25, 26 years later, God has been faithful and he has sustained me. And you know what? So many of those other people that I was partying with have, have died, have gone to jail, have committed suicide, have had disastrous marriages and just scandal after scandal and so many different things. And they're miserable and they're still caught up. And it's like, they've never even left that situation. And I feel so blessed that God gave me a new chance in life. And what he did for me, he'll do for you. That's the word of our testimony, friends. That's the word of our testimony. There's power, there's anointing, there's authority. And when you speak, people's ears start perking up and they don't even know what it is. They're trying to figure it out because they haven't heard anybody talk with that excitement and that joy. And they're like, how do you have peace in the middle of this crazy thing? How do you have joy? How are you not depressed? Because we have the joy of the Holy Spirit. But when people see a Christian, a quote unquote Christian, or maybe even a real Christian that's miserable or depressed or beat down, that's because that Christian has not been plugging in and getting into the, to the holy time with the Lord and not spending time in the secret place and not spending time in the word. And they haven't really been worshiping and they haven't been, you know, been getting fresh revelation of the Holy Spirit. And so there's no anointing. And, they, and they're constantly looking for their next fix of hopium because they're addicted because they don't understand where the real stuff comes from. The real stuff comes from the word. The real stuff comes from communion with God. The real stuff comes from understanding. Look, you have, we have to have an aha moment. Some of us need to have an aha moment in our life where we say, Lord, I've been, I've been a dead Christian. I'm just going to be real, but I want to go deeper. Lord, I've been listening to the prophets of Baal, or maybe I've been addicted to hopium, and I've been running from hopium dealer to hopium dealer trying to find the answer 
and they have a form of godliness, but it doesn't seem to fix it. And that's why I'm still depressed. Listen, I'm, somebody's getting a breakthrough right now because you're, you're relating to what I'm saying. And listen, this is ordained of the spirit of God. There's a lot of people that have been getting a hopium fix from Trump. I love President Trump. I've been in his presence several times. I've talked to his family members. I've been around his staff. I've been to Mar-a-Lago. I mean, listen, I could go on and on about President Trump. But listen, I'm not going to President Trump as a hopium dealer. Like, if President Trump, he's running great. I, I believe he's got an anointing. We'll see what happens the next couple of years that we've definitely heard many prophetic words. I, you know, I, I could very well see President Trump becoming president again. I believe. But my hopium is not coming from President Trump. My, I'm not getting my fix from President Trump. I'm going to the source. The source is Jesus Christ. The source is the word of God. The source is the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you. Listen, I'll be right back. This next segment is important. Stick around. PastorTodd.org, ToddCoconado.com. If you want to give, you can go to ToddCoconado.com slash give. ToddCoconado.com slash give. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, Pastor Todd here. Look, we talk a lot about geopolitics on the show, and it's important to remind you that countries like Russia and China are fed up with the US dollar. They're moving to gold and other commodities to back their currency. Now, why would they do this? Well, because they're sick and tired of using the money that's controlled by demonic globalists. And to be honest with you, so am I. And that's why we are urging you to protect your savings with gold and silver. Gold and silver can't be printed out of thin air. It can't be manipulated to fund the wars halfway around the world while hardworking Americans are suffering here at home. So give our partner, Gold Co., a call today and learn how you can protect your savings with gold and silver and see if you're eligible to get up to $10,000 in free silver. That sounds like a pretty good idea. Uh, I know that Gold Co. is a reputable company. I trust them. And you can call them today at 855-920-2943. Once again, that's 855-920-2943. And tell them that Pastor Todd sent you. God bless you. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd Coconado. This is the Todd Coconado broadcast all around the world. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope I didn't beat you down too much today. I hope I lifted you up. It's it's a it's a moment of decision. It's a it's a moment where it's kind of like you know, and not every one of you is dealing with this, by the way. Some of you get it completely, and maybe you're just along for the ride today. But I, I know that you know somebody that's addicted to hopium. I know that you know somebody that's addicted to, to false reality, to false narratives. It's a, there's a lot of it. And unfortunately, it's going on on our side, too. I mean, while there's much more disinformation, misinformation, propaganda, and deception on the left in, 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 the, in the world of, of those that are atheists and, and that don't even believe in the Lord or don't even believe in, in, you know, they believe we came from a Big Bang or from a you know, from an ape or something. And, and they just, they don't want to deal with the reality of the situation because then that means that they would have to stop living the lifestyle of sin that they're living. So they would rather stay in that silo, that, that reality that they're living. In. It's a false reality that there is no God. Everything just came from a big bang. Everything just came from apes. And, you know, and there's evolution. Where did the evolution come from? They, they have way more faith than any of us as believers, way more. Because think about it, they, they will just continue to, to just, just conjure up new 
science and, and reasons why everything came from nothing and there's no uh, intelligent design, which we know is completely nonsense. There has to be a higher being. How in the world would we be here? It makes so much more sense from a logic standpoint. So they actually have a lot more faith than a lot of Christians to believe these things. But here's the thing. We have the real answer. We have the real solution. We have the real source. Why would we want to go to a counterfeit dealer to get a bunch of hopium? That's, that's, there's no, it's a means to an end. There's no future in it. There used to be a song in the rap world, for those of you who listen to rap, MC Breed and the DMC, it was called, There Ain't No Future in Your Front and Never Was, Cuz. There ain't no future in your front and charlatan. There ain't no future in your front and hopium peddler. So once we realize, hey, there's a problem, but guess what? There's an actual real healthy solution. Be discipled, be mentored, get in the word of God, spend time in prayer, become a prayer warrior, get filled with the Holy Spirit, start operating in the gift, start walking and moving in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, your life will never be the same. And if depression starts coming on you, rebuke it. It's a spirit. The battle is not against flesh and blood, it's against strongholds and principalities. That, that person that's manifesting in your life, that, that child that's in rebellion, start praying them out of it. Start declaring and decreeing over their life. Start anointing their room with oil. You know, do what you got to do to fight and to war. Learn spiritual warfare. I was just talking to, to Rabbi Kurt Landry yesterday. He's about to do a, a whole series on that. You know, get, get credible people that, that have real solutions that, that are going to, you know, credible people that actually care about your soul, that actually care about you, that aren't sitting here trying to, to sell you something so that they can keep their, their whole thing going, but they really don't care about your eternity. They don't care about your soul. They don't really care about anything but themselves. And so they peddle. They peddle hopium. And it's an addiction. And the church has gotten into this addiction. And the Lord is leading me down a very narrow, very difficult path. Because I will tell you, I mean, I don't like to talk about it too much. But since I've been talking about some of this stuff, man, people don't want to hear this. But those of you that are strong enough, that have thick enough skin, that are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, that really want to go deeper. I'm going to tell you what's going to come out of this. You're going to be a long-term success. You're not running a sprint. You're running a marathon. You're going to be around for the duration. You're going, to, you're going to get to hear the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. You're not going to hear them say, depart from me, worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Oh, but Lord, we cast out devils in your name. Lord, we did this in your name. Yeah, and you were sitting there with your phone showing everybody what you did. That was your reward. That was your reward. But if you do it in the secret and you do it for the Lord and you do it for the kingdom, you know, and, and, you, and you created me a clean heart, Lord. Renew a right spirit in me. You know, it's, it's, when you start getting in the right spirit, all of a sudden it's like everything changes. It's not about the approval of man. It's not about how we look. It's not about having all these materialistic things so that we could, you know, compare to the Joneses. That stuff's all fading away. You know, we think that we're going to be, we're going to outsmart God by keeping all the, all the ties and, you know, not giving anything. And it's like, you know, we're outsmarting. And then we're like, man, but it's so tight this month. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you, like my wife last night, she's like, I think we should give to, you know, there was somebody that had their, their, the husband passed away and it was a, a woman and, and, and this child that were left by themselves and they needed money. And my wife's like, we got to write him a check. And I was like, honey, we've given away a lot of money this month. I'm just going to be honest. I was like, honey, we've given away a lot of money this month. And guess what? We're not getting in a lot of money. 
She's like, do it. Do it. Okay. You know, and, and this is the thing. It's like, are we going to trust the Lord? Are we going to actually do the work of the kingdom? This ministry, one of the things that we do that I never talk about is there's a lot of struggling ministries out there. And I've always known how that is because I had a remnant church and, you know, we paid high rent in Los Angeles and, you know, we were preaching the entirety of the word of God. We weren't preaching the seeker friendly message. So, you know, we had a great core group. It was amazing. You know, I mean, it wasn't like a super small church, but, you know, we, it wasn't a mega church. And for many, many years, for 17 years in California, that's how it was. But God got us through. And my family was there, of course. God got us through. And, and so, and, and you know, but, but we, we wouldn't compromise. We wouldn't do it because we feared the Lord. And I know what it's like to be in ministry, to be called in ministry. I know what it's like if you're struggling right now. And you say, Pastor, I don't even have money to pay the rent. I get it. But we're just going to have to trust God through this and follow the principles of the word of God. And he is always faithful. And you know what? You know what the good news about the whole thing is? You're not, you're not addicted to hopium. And you're not, you're not addicted to some, some aberration or some hype. Because in this season, God is going to take down the hype. And, and these people that are living high on the hog based upon their hopium, that's going to come down eventually. There's no long term in that. Because eventually people start realizing. And they're like, you know, they start playing back things from like two years ago. And the, and the dates and the promises and the words. And, and they're like, you know what? None of that happened. That person wasn't being real. I think everybody gets a little bit of, uh, you know, people understand that we're all human. You know what I'm saying? So you give a little bit of leeway. But I'm talking about the people that are just out there all the time, bombastic statement after bombastic statement and promises and dates and all these things. It's all hopium. And there's no long term in that. There's no long term in that. But he or she who sticks to the entirety of the word of God, he or she or you that hungers and thirsts for righteousness that goes deeper with the Lord. I know I sound like a broken record, but what I'm doing today and what I try to do is to set you up for long-term success because you're running a marathon and, and, and you're going to be able to sustain like a tree that's planted by the water. You're not going to be moved. When the times get tougher, it's not about a man. You're not following a ministry name. You're not following, you know, you're going to, oh my gosh, I have to hear what this person's latest word is. God bless them. I mean, I, I totally believe in prophets. I say it all the time. Like I said, I met with one today. But I'm just telling you though, like that's not what you're going to, when the times get so tough and we're building the underground railroad for the remnant right now, I believe God's putting the infrastructure together. And when the time comes, you will be sustainable, set, set up for success long-term. And people are going to look to you and they're going to say, how are you so calm? How are you, how are you thriving in the middle of this? And you're going to say, you know what? Because I followed the basic instructions before leaving earth. I wasn't addicted. I maybe, you know, I, I used to be addicted to hopium, but guess what? I got off. I got, I got delivered of that. I got healed of that. And I started getting into the real, the good stuff. And the good stuff sustains. It, it, it's in it for the long term. Listen, eternity. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You will rule and reign for all eternity with Jesus. Your situation, whatever it is that you're going through right now, keep pressing ahead. You know, the faithful, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Of course, that means a woman too. Get intercessors in your life. Start coming into agreement with real saints, with real remnant people. Join the core group in January. 
the core group is going to be amazing because we're going to find other remnant believers that we're going to be in communication with on a regular basis. That's going to give us more community. And the Lord's telling me the most important thing that's going to be coming up isn't a building, although we probably will get a building. And, you know, it isn't, isn't this and isn't that. You know what it is? It's community. It's those relationships that God has put people in your life that are God relationships, that are God connections. Listen, people are going to fall away. The, the flimsy people, the people that wanted their ears tickled, the people that didn't want to hear, they'll fall away. But God is going to send you strong, remnant friends. Thank you, Lord, that aren't going to backstab you, that aren't going to turn on you at a moment's notice. We are in this for the long game. So today, as we get ready to end the program today, are you addicted to hopium or do you want the real stuff? Because the real stuff's available. It's called the word of God. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's a personal relationship with Jesus. It's spending time in the secret place of the most high. It's not the biggest influencer with the most followers or the most good looking person or all those things. It's, it's the real. Do you want the real? I want the real. All right, we're out of time. That was good today. I really feel like the spirit met us. PastorTodd.org, PastorTodd.org. I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. We'll be back next week. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out, but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O nato.com slash give and please help us in this fight that we're in thank you so much and may god bless you